Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. We are coming to you. This is being recorded when the whole country seems to be uh, freezing. Um, it's warm inside. We're very happy um, to have our guest with us today, um, Andre Sherdan. Uh, Andre, say hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's going fantastic. Um, I'm in Denver. I'm not sure. Where are you located, Andre? Uh, I'm in Philadelphia right now. This is my office, but um, I live right outside Philadelphia. Got it. Yeah. So you guys are cold. Yep. Today, actually, yeah. we have a good day, but it, it's, been, exactly. it's been icy. I uh, chatted with my Houston, my uh, in-laws in Houston this morning. It was nine degrees down there. They have snow on the ground. So yeah. So um, thanks for coming on the show. Why don't you tell us for, um, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you got into dentistry? Well, I, I got tricked into it. That's the easiest way to explain it. I mean, I, I literally uh, found my brother-in-law was a dentist. He was my dentist and he married my sister and uh, okay. <laughs> needed help with his business. And I was doing other things outside of dentistry and got tricked into coming by the office one day to help him out. And it's been 32 years that I've been stuck in dentistry and loving every minute of it. So I literally got stuck uh, by being tricked to come by and help out a family member and uh, really just in uh, dig deep, learning the business, learning uh, how things click, how things work and uh, just got enamored with the business. Yeah, that's awesome. So practice experience, you were in a practice for quite a bit. Do you still work in a practice at all? I'm in a practice either virtually or physically every day, uh, but I haven't worked as a full-time person in an office for, God, it's been a long time. It's probably been about 15 years that I've actually sat in an office for eight hours in a day. Sure. And so you started a company um, and a business. I know you're a coach or a teacher. You do speaking events. Um, at the, the crew I'm sorry, the crew process.com. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So, um, why don't you kind of jump in and, and talk a little bit about what you're hearing from practices that you're working with or practices that are calling you with problems. Um, what's the, what's the word, what's going on out there? Well, the biggest thing since, uh, you know, March of 2020, I guess, has been the changeover with COVID and how we've actually had to move some pieces around the board. I mean, some of our pawns have become queens. Some of our kings have become rooks, you know, and it's been an interesting move because for me, the whole idea of crew is we should be able to quickly move rowers around on a boat and not have us lose the race. The whole idea sure. is in crew, we can move like cogs in a machine. Um, and it's been very interesting this year to see people who have stepped up from being chairside assistants to now running the business, spouses who've come in and run the business. And the funny thing is doctors who've now had to take on the responsibilities of actually running their own businesses. So it's been an interesting move to see how we can actually move some cogs into place and still have the machine run properly. Yeah. So if you have this kind of dynamic, and I think a lot of practices do, I think probably the majority of practices do, if you have this issue where, you know, you have some staffing issues and like you said, you have to move, you know, some key players from one area um, of your business and practice to another. Um, what are some challenges to doing that? What are some, what's kind of like the roadblocks that you're, you're seeing and hearing and, and how can dentists prevent this from happening? 
the primary roadblock are, are, are really processes and processes are SOP, standard operating procedures, having things in place so that if you do lose or change a, a team member, you know, there are clear guidelines that should be put into place. You know, for me, you know, one of my one of my fortes is uh, practice management software and seeing so many people who use practice management software kind of like a recipe box. You know, it's just information in a box that you pull out when you need to make an apple pie. Well, sure. that's not good process. You should have a process that, you know, no matter if grandmom's around or not, there's enough nutmeg that goes into that pie. So it sure. really has to be a system in place that says, here's our standard operating procedures that do this. Here's our way of doing that so that it doesn't really matter who we put into that place. The process sustains, you know. I always think yeah. hey, as much as I fly, I should be able to fly this plane just because there's so many manuals and everything else. I assume I could fly it. I doubt that I could, but I could assume, you know, if they ever called, is there anybody could fly a plane? I'll just walk up and say, yeah, I think I can do it. You know, there should be processes in place to make those things happen. And I saw a lot of that not happening during this, pro this, this, you know, virus that we've got, we're living through. So, you know, I, my experience and, um, you know, practice software, and I'm sure some are better than others, and you have a lot of experience with that. I'm sure you could give some great insight to our audience on that. But my experience is um, one thing is the same with all of them, garbage in, garbage out, right? Yep. So if you're in, and I will tell you this too, and, you know, I'm always trying to grow myself and in my business and my company, what I do today, we have a CRM, which is very similar to uh, you know, practice management software where we keep track of everything. And I'm the, the I'm always the weakest link. Um, me as a leader of the business, I'm always the worst at, um, or I should say maybe the best at putting garbage in, um, meaning, you know, I'm not following those processes. So yep. what advice would you give our dentists when they know that, Hey, you know, they are one of the problems here and they're not using it the way that they should, or even with the process that they set up, how can they, how can they get better there? Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm the guy who's always teaching par in parables or examples, you know, uh, and I always talk about, you know, my son's name is Aaron. You know, he's the, probably the first person in almost everybody's iPhone. And what happens in that is he gets butt dialed all the time. Right. Now, That's funny. The issue with that is, you know, we go to look for Aaron and we can't find Aaron because we've got, we don't have the last name in there. So like you right. said, garbage in, garbage out. I always use that as an example. And the frustration is now I get to the point where a lot of the doctors who I talk to during this process, you know, um, are ready to sell. Well, again, they can't sell because there's so much bad data in their system. They've got active patients who haven't been active in 100 years. You know, there's all kinds of bad data that goes in. So I always just lead by example and saying, hey, here's the issue. If we don't do this, we can't get that. Uh, right. Something that just came out recently um, in practice management software or actually in insurance. You know, if you don't have good clinical notes, don't expect to get paid for a claim because now they're not accepting narratives. They only want to take your progress notes. So right. bad progress notes, no payment. You might as well just have a charity. You know, sure. so again, garbage in, garbage out in every area of the practice. Yeah, and I'll, I'll sneak a little uh, tidbit in there from my area of expertise. One of the things that I see that's always weak is uh, the amount of email addresses um, and updated ad physical addresses that dentists have for patients. If you've got 4,000 patients or 5,000 or, or, you know, talk about a patient, a, a practice that's ready to sell. They've probably seen 40, 50,000 people over a 25-year career. And you'll say, how many email addresses do you have in your system? And they look and they have 80 yeah. or 250. If they had 30 or 40,000, 
one email and boom, you're marketing to 40,000 people just like that at pennies, right? You can't beat, you can't beat their return on that. So um, just a little tidbit that I want to throw in there about, you know, when we talk about monetizing this, where's the money, right? So time going in can certainly mean um, uh, money coming out. So let me shift gears a little bit. um, And let me ask you this. So you help a lot in this area. You help a lot practices on, um, you know, like you, like you mentioned with um, practice management software, um, team building um, and all these things. Tell me, there, there's quite a few people who do what you do, or I should say that are in the niche that you're in. Maybe they don't do what you do. What should a dentist, how should they go about vetting someone to help them with these types of issues and, and put these processes in place? I, I think it's the same as any technology. And I think that, and I'm putting that in quotes, uh, you know, it's be ready to hire quickly and fire quickly. You know, don't hire somebody who you're going to have this long-term relationship with that you're not going to get something out of. Um, you know, I, I'm big on, you know, I love my my Samsung phone because it updates pretty frequently. You know, I don't expect it to be perfect. I expect it to be good for what I need it today and then sure. update for my, my future needs. So, you know, when you look at these processes, look at them and then test to find out if they're going to work. If you hire somebody, see if it works. Hire a marketing company, see if it works, um, you know. Right. For me, you know, the perfect example, I just thinking about, I just talked to somebody about updating email addresses. And then when I reviewed what they were doing in the office, what they were doing was saying, has anything changed, Patrick? Well, you don't know what you told me the last time you were here. As right. It was a year and a half ago. So they right. weren't gathering information because they kept just saying, again, bad process. Uh, has anything changed? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> So that was a big part of it is looking at this process and finding out a, a month later, a week later, whatever it is to say, is my process actually working? Sure. And doing yeah, it effectively. Think, yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. And you're 100% right. It is kind of funny if you think about it, the, some of those little terms that we use is, you know, has anything changed? You should just get tell them everything that's different in the last six months since you've seen them. Yeah. Right? 45 minutes later, I'm sure that they would go, uh, is your address, phone number, and insurance, and email address the same? Yeah, and I'm so, so OCD. I would say, hey, Patrick, are you still p- spelling your name with a P? <laughs> you know, that's how, right. how much yeah. I really but want the information. What's it hurt to ask them what their email address is? Exactly. Right? I mean, it they change. And, you know, they change often, believe it or not. So, hey, uh, Andre, I want to thank you so much for coming back um, or coming on the, the podcast today. I want to encourage our audience to check out your website, thecrewprocess.com. Great way, easy chat bot there to get in touch with you um, on the site. Uh, Thank you so much for coming in. It's my pleasure. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.